Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with step work, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery, nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. In today's episode, we will discuss the Just For Today meditation with our guest, Chris M. Hey there, Chris. Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. Thank you, Douglas. How are you today? Yeah, I'm doing wonderful. So, hey, Chris, Good. could you tell us uh, what's your clean date, where you attend meetings, and could you give your home group a shout out? I most certainly can. Um, my clean date is June 19th, 2004. Um, I attend meetings uh, in the Pittsburgh area, sort of all around the Pittsburgh area. And uh, my home group is called Need a Miracle on Tuesday nights in Bellevue. June 29th, keeping recovery fresh. Complacency is the enemy of members with substantial clean time. If we remain complacent for long, the recovery process ceases. Basic text, page 84. After the first couple years in recovery, most of us start to feel like there are no more big deals. If we've been diligent in working the steps, the past is largely resolved, and we have a solid foundation on which to build our future. We've learned to take life pretty much as it comes. Familiarity with the steps allows us to resolve problems almost as quickly as they arise. Once we discover this level of comfort, we may tend to treat it as a rest stop on the recovery path. Doing so, however, discounts the nature of of our disease. Addiction is patient, subtle, progressive, and incurable. It's also fatal. We can die from this disease unless we continue to treat it. And the treatment for addiction is a vital ongoing program of recovery. The 12 steps are a process, a path we take to stay a step ahead of our disease. Meetings, sponsorship, service, and the steps always remain essential in ongoing recovery. That we may practice our program somewhat differently with five years clean than with five months, this doesn't mean the program has changed or become less important, only that our practical understanding has changed and grown. To keep our recovery fresh and vital, we need to stay alert for opportunities to practice our program. Just for today, as I keep growing in my recovery, I will search for new ways to practice my program. So, Chris, would you like to share your thoughts on that just for today? You know, it's it's really not surprising, but as usual, very amazing to me that these things pop up the way they do because this is really 100% where my recovery is right now. Um, you know, my clean date is 2004, so I literally on Friday just celebrated 16 years. Um, Congratulations, and- Chris. Thank you very much. Um, and you know, I've always I've always struggled with celebrating that anniversary, well, any clean date anniversary, because in my head I'm thinking, why am I celebrating? You know, something I should have been doing all along. That's like giving a cookie to somebody for not beating their spouse. You know, like way to go, good job. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, really, it's 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 a very interesting concept because. Um, I heard early in recovery, fish swim, birds fly, and addicts use. And um, and I thought that's really kind of profound because it really is the first response 
to any emotional distress that I had. Um, and, and it's no longer that. So, um, but it so quickly can slide right back into that. So when, you, when that was the topic brought up, um, I have significantly distanced myself from recovery over the past three years. Um, when I say significantly distanced, I mean, I haven't been going to the, the same kind of volume of meetings that I used to go to and um, functions and, and fellowshipping quite like I used to. Um, but I've really totally stayed connected with my core group of, of uh, particularly women, but men as well, and certainly my sponsor. Um, but it is really, really easy with clean time to think, um, okay, I, I think I might have this now. Um, so maybe I don't need to be quite so invested. Um, and I've watched some people die as a result of that. So it's a little, it's a little scary, and it's also very, very refreshing that this was the topic that was brought to, you know, to me for today's discussion. So I'm really grateful for that, and I want to thank you for that. Yeah, sure. And and so you know, I, I got clean in 2000, and there's been there's been seasons to where um, you know meeting attendance dips. Um, you know, uh, maybe nurturing some relationships that kind of dips a little bit too. And, you know, what's been my saving grace in times like that has been just the people that I'm close with, right. you know, really say, you know, right. Hey, like what's going on. So, so are you experiencing, could you, could you speak to that? I would hundred percent could speak to that because it's exactly the same. I have very similar experience. Um, my very closest friends, the people that I established, um, you know, strong bonding relationships with, which are really very different in recovery. Um, and I'm so, so happy about that. Like, you know, a friendship from the majority of my life was um, very, I, I'll use the word superficial, but I don't even think that's really accurate. They were always very, um, what I did was I took on your personality. I kept the parts that I liked and then eventually I let that friendship go, mm. however that looked. Um, that was just sort of my way of doing things. Um, in fact, I remember when I had about eight or nine years clean, um, we, we met at a dinner. Uh, one of the managers was a girl I went to college with. And my girlfriend from recovery, my friend said to me, wow, that's like a red-haired you. And I was like, actually, I'm more like a brunette her. You know? <laughs> and she right. was like, huh? And I was like, yeah, I kind of took her personality. It wasn't the other way around. So... You know, these are just things that I discovered about myself. And so those close relationships are so much more powerful now. There's just people that, um, you know, I speak to every day, every single day. Um, and it's not always about recovery. It's not always, you know, we're not discussing how did we decide not to use drugs today? You know, that's not, that's not where it is, but it's a connection to those really powerful friendships that has maintained those, as you used, you know, dips in my recovery. So it's been really a wonderful journey. Yeah. And Chris, you know, um, it, that reminds me of this story. Uh, and th this is a really common story. I hope I don't butcher it too bad, but um, it goes like this. There's this, there's this, um, chief i guess and this is how this is how i heard the story there was this mm -hmm. chief at the parking lot okay and and so i walked up to him and i told him i was it was at a convention okay and uh so so i told him i was like um you know i'm having relationship problems 
and uh, you know, I, I lost my job and you know, everything, blah, 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 everything's going bad. Right. And, right. and he goes, you know, this too shall pass, you know, I'll see you next year. And then, so the next year comes and I go up to him, I said, man, you were totally right. I have a, you know, that relationship ended, but I have a new relationship. Things are going great. And that job, it didn't work out. So I have a better job. I'm making more money and you know, blah, blah, blah. Everything's fine. And he looks and he goes, well, this too shall pass. I'll see you next year. And so the the thing about that story is kind of like what you're speaking to. It's like, you know what? Hey, look, tough times are going to come and it's going to pass. Great times are going to come. And sadly, you know, they're, they're going to pass too. And you know what we're experiencing? It's life, right? We're experiencing life. It's going to go up and down, but, but we're, we're engaged in life. And that in and of itself is is kind of a reward for staying clean. So, so Chris, could you tell the the folks listening what's going on here? What's going on now to where you're saying, okay, you know what, this is an area where I can keep my recovery fresh. That's, I was just going to actually use that term when I, when I read what you, um, what we were going to talk about today, I, I laughed out loud and I said, this is just an amazing moment right now because, um, I've spent the last three years getting my master's degree which was something that I never expected to do. I hated school when I was growing up. And then, um, and then I um, just had my whole house remodeled. And again, people who know me and know my situation, I've lived in this house 15 out of the 16 years of my recovery. And it has been short just short of deplorable like plaster falling off the walls i mean i just would hang pictures over the holes because i was you know wanted to look like i was doing okay and i was you know in most areas but in in terms of just my physical house it was falling apart and um it took me 15 years but i finally did what i needed to do to get this together so the point of all of this is i was very very busy much like you were talking to that story kind of this this season of my life kept me from focusing a lot on the, the basics of meetings, the, um, the going to meetings, the meeting newcomers. In fact, I was getting to the point where um, I was really like, I can't help newcomers. I don't have the tolerance for it. I don't like, I, I just, I, I'm good with the people I have and I'm good with people with some time. We can talk through like bigger issues, but boy, I just don't have the tolerance for newcomers. And wouldn't you know that this season of my life, when everything else settled down, some people came back into my life, very new, very fresh, old, old, old uh, friends, but new recovery again. And, um, and I just have all the willingness, you know, it's just a whole new keeping it fresh season for me. Um, And I try to do, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's the, it's the cycle. It's like you were saying, um, you know, it's this balance when things are really, really, really bad. For anybody that talks to me, my response is always the same. You can't know on if you don't know off. You can't know hot if you don't know cold. You can't Mm -hmm. know good if you don't know bad. So every time you have a really bad day like this, just count on the fact that there's a really great day coming to counter this. Like it's the on to the off, you know? And I don't know when that's going to be, and it might not be tomorrow, and it might not be for another while, but when that really great day comes, you got to remember this day too, you know, because this day will come back as well. Um, So yeah, it's this really neat balance that just kind of rides itself out, and um, and it's a beautiful experience, and it, again, would not have been something that I would have learned without recovery, for me anyway. 
No, that that's really cool. And, and you know, one thing that's happened recently that that's kind of just going with the theme, you know, of keeping my recovery fresh is, is, and I know like the popular opinion has been, Oh, you know, zoom meetings are, are really difficult, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's fine. You know, some people can find them really difficult, but it's kind of been, been like a refresher for me. I think it's been kind of neat because yeah. I've been able to hit some meetings um, like, like here, uh, you know, when this episode drops, I'll, I'll be speaking um, in the evening on a zoom meeting from in, in New Orleans, in New Orleans. Right. Oh, wow. And so, and I'm not, yeah. And I'm in North Carolina. So, so it's one of those things. It's, it's, it's kind of allowed me to hit meetings, um, you know, virtually a lot of different places, meet a lot of different, different people. And, and, you know, one conversation with somebody who maybe you haven't seen in years, or you, you just kind of knew from a friend of a friend, or you didn't know at all, but you, you seen them on zoom and you start talking like that, that kind of makes my evening sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. So, so, you know, it's interesting. I, I think the that, Zoom has been pretty cool. It's interesting you say that because I was, I sort of had the exact opposite experience with Zoom. Now, keeping in mind that with this whole COVID thing, when that hit, um, I was in my final semester at school. So, everything I did was on Zoom meetings. And I was just sort of burnt out of computer, you know, visual. <laughs> right, you were, you were like, zoomed out. Right. I was really <laughs> zoomed out. And so I had zero desire to even invest in the Zoom meetings. So what I did instead was I, I, I ramped up my communication with my friends. And I mean, the people who worked on my house were in recovery. So we would discuss things, you know, just even with them being here, like we would talk recovery, we would talk about relationships, we would talk about people that, you know, oh, we're worried about this person or we're, did you see what this person did, how great it was and, you know, those kinds of things. Um, the, the person who painted my house, you know, another person connected through recovery. It's just all, I mean, all the blessings in my life have come directly as a result of recovery. Um, and I did not have that same experience with the Zoom meetings, but I love, I love, that's what I love about recovery. That is, is to me exactly the definition of the keeping it fresh, right? Is that every single opportunity that we get to experience something new in recovery um, is just the, the, an, another way of keeping it fresh. You know, um, I tell people, I work in the I work in a crisis center, so I, I work often with people who have addiction issues, though they're typically not in recovery. Um, and one of the things that I'll say to them is, try something different, man. I'm like, carry handcuffs with you when you want to use handcuff yourself to the closest stable object and give give your key only the, your sponsor. I don't know. Try that. See what happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just try something different because what else are you going to do? Like you've been using for this long and, and I don't know. I just, that's my, how my brain works is like with a keeping it fresh type of idea. Let's push this button and see what happens, you know? <laughs> and, right. um, so I loved the idea that for you, it worked for me. It didn't, but it's okay. You know, like, that's what that's how this program works what do they say take what you need and leave the rest behind you know right so chris we're at let's let's transition into into a question i ask all the guests who come on here and okay. if you could go back and sit with the chris m with one day clean one week clean if you could sit with yourself with a day clean knowing what you've 
what you know now, have the experience that you have now, what would you say to her? What would you pour into, into Chris with, with one day clean? You know, it's so funny because it is, I, I told you earlier that I don't like to prepare, but I did actually think about this question because I heard you asking it to all the other people. I love this podcast, by the way. Um, hey, and for that. I, I did, I really, I, th- I thought about this and I thought, you know, I don't, I don't know that I could even explain to one day, Chris, or even one week, Chris, what the hell I was going to be in store for, you know, <laughs> like, I feel like the mm. only thing I would say is give yourself a break. Um, just don't use and the rest will fall into place. Like keep it as simple as you can, because without mm. a doubt, that was my biggest obstacle was trying to do this perfectly, you know, thinking that I had to go 100% honest, 100% no mistakes, 100% tell my sponsor everything. I was that kind of honest where people would be like, please, please stop telling us these things. Tone it down a little bit. You know, (laughs) (laughs) we don't, we don't need to know that. Like, stop. But I was so good at manipulation that I felt like if I don't, if I don't, mm. you know, reveal myself a hundred percent, then I will figure out a way to twist this so it makes it okay. And I use sense of humor to a defect level, right? Sure. I, I sure. mean, I would say things like, oh, I stopped putting drugs in me and started putting men in me and everybody would laugh and it was funny, mm. but it was painful, mm. you know? And so learning that making those choices, making those mistakes. Substitution is going to be part of your story, Chris. Mm -hmm. Like, be okay with that. Just don't use because you'll stop when it hurts, you know, and you'll figure out that these can be applied. These, these principles can be applied to that also. I'm Um, I'm over here giving you like the rally arm, like preach, 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 because it, it is so true, right? It's, It's like, Hey, look, when there's things that are in our life and there will be make no mistake, Right. So, so if we have some new folk listening to the podcast, like buckle up, enjoy this beautiful ride. And there's going to be things that still hurt. Right. Like, we, yep. you know, we get clean. It's not like, we Hey, we get absent of pain. pain. Hey, right. Right. But in what you said was, was just wonderful. It's like, Hey, the principles that, that we use daily so we can experience freedom, you know, from that bondage of, of addiction and using we can we can experience in that too with with defects and shortcomings things that that kind of kind of hurt us you know yeah each day. I didn't even realize that I don't know that I surrendered to the drug until I was on my seventh step and I had to go back and do one two and three on all those defects of character you know mm. I didn't really even realize that because my whole first step was about a man I wrote about a man I was so focused on. I mean, I got here to get clean so I could get custody back of my kids. I had no intention of sticking around. Mm. I had a plan to throw a party when I got custody back. It didn't pan out that way, thank God. But that was like, you know, when you get here, don't expect to know how to do everything. You know, don't think, don't try to figure it out is, is what I, is what maybe what I would say to me. Don't try to figure it out. Just take one day at a time. Just... You know, just enjoy not being high today. Just, you know, experience these feelings and, um, and you will get through this, you know, but use these people 
use these principles and keep it simple, man. That's, that's, that is the one thing that I would go back to because my life is so simple now. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word others as we go out into the world. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste and God bless. Thank you.